And welcome into hour number two on this chilly, frosty January Saturday morning. Glad to have you with us. And we still got lots of fishing information to go. Uh, Captain Mike Gallo is going to join us. Brendan Bayard with our paddlers report. Uh, a lot of you kayakers are getting ready to put in the water for the minimalist challenge. He'll explain how that works and maybe give you some advice if you're a first-time fisherman and you're dealing with these very frigid temperatures, actually some dangerous temperatures. This is the season for hypothermia, and you certainly want to stay dry and out of the water during these times. All right, we also have our bad boy, the outdoors guy. Uh, got He admitted uh, some really bad deeds with deer hunting, and they took his gun away, which is a good thing, and he may be looking at as much as $6,000 in fines. It's what we call our bad boys of the outdoors, one of the favorite features on this program over the years well next saturday morning uh we're gonna uh, leave we're gonna vacate st hubert's cathedral the broadcast studio in the woods and we're going to be over in mandeville at martian bayou's spring fling i was over there yesterday with chris and ben tiblier and boy they got some really good things planned we're going to start off with some good hot cocoa and coffee doesn't that sound good this morning maybe a little breakfast over there they're going to have special sales they've got a lot of prizes that they're going to be giving away so you want to get by and register a little later on the day the martian bayou crew with a k are they going to do a little bit of cooking Double D is providing some products over there, too. Uh, Chris Abels is going to be there. He is their fly fishing guru. He's going to be demonstrating how to tie flies and also giving some fly fishing tips and demonstrations. Particularly if you're a newcomer, you might want to make it by there. Uh, Phil Logan of Explore Kayak Adventures is going to make an appearance. Uh, some of the reps uh, with Grundens, like Dennis Bro, be glad to see Dennis Bro. I hadn't seen him in a while. We've also got some boat captains. We'll be doing some fishing seminars. Uh, they're gonna. It's going to be informal. You just got some general questions about fishing in area or getting some advice. Uh, captains Casey Bruning's going to be there. David Alfonso and Justin Bowles. They'll all be out there on location to talk with you, chat with you, meet with you, and. Give you some great fishing advice. They're also going to have some sample food tastings from a, a really great local grocery right there. Quista Pace is going to be there, too. And we'll be part of it with the outdoor show. We'll be there. The store is going to open early, 5 a.m. as we go on the air, and they'll be open till 5 p.m. Lots of sales. It's called a pre-spring fling. It's a Martian Bayou's retail store. You know them for the magazine they've had for years. Well, they've got a, a really nice store. It's on Florida Boulevard, also known as Highway 190 in Mandeville, which is the main drag. Come by and see us. Love to talk to you. Love to meet you. Uh, 5 a.m. till 7, we'll do the radio show, and then all the celebration and festivities goes on till 7 o'clock. That's going to be next Saturday morning, Marsh and Bayou. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we're going to get our Born on the Bayou report. Captain Mike Gallo joins us. We'll find out what he's doing on this cold Saturday morning. What's his plans to put a few fish in the boat? We'll be back with that right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, so here's the situation. You decide to go out and uh, fish on these cold weather days and low tides, and you run aground, and you're stuck, and you need a way out. Who are you going to call? Well, you ain't going to call Ghostbusters. You're going to call either the Coast Guard or CETO, and either way, it's going to be very expensive unless you've got a CETO policy. For $179 for a whole year, your membership gets you unlimited fuel drops, those tow-ins, jump starts, whatever it takes to get you back in safely and in a hurry. Seatoes like having AAA on the water, and it's one phone call away. You call Captain Chris Orfanello at 
301-4545. He'll sign you up or a simple click to CETO.com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And, and Mike, I know you've been known to sometimes delay your trips on mornings like this to get a little sunshine, let that water warm up a little bit. Is that the plan this morning? Oh, I think we'll delay this trip till March. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you don't really have to, but, uh, you know, March ain't going to be much warmer either. We get some pretty good cold weather in March and some windy days, too. So what's your plan today? You had the trip canceled or postponed, or what's happening? No, I didn't have a trip for today, Don. This this time of year where the water gets low and cold, I just I just don't get near as many opportunities as some of our other captains down south where the water temperatures are a little warmer. Um, but I didn't have I didn't have anything planned for today. I've been working on my dock as usual in the off season. Um, but you know it, this reminds me um, you and I and uh, Uncle Dan made a trip in some really cold weather in some of those dead end canals not far from my lodge. It was over 10 years ago, but we had a really good trip, and this is the type of weather where those fish will want to get in that deep water that's not really moving a whole lot, and you you know, you know, drag your bait pretty slow down on the bottom, really light bite. When you find them, usually they're concentrated. You can catch a fair amount of them. So that's what today's weather makes me think of. It's that type of day. Yeah, I can recall that, and I can recall the day when you and Dudley and I went fishing, and uh, Dudley almost broke his mustache off. It froze on him that day, and we were fishing over there off the intercoastal, and that's another area that that water, for whatever reason, has a tendency to stay a little bit warmer this time of year, and a lot of times you can get out in the wind if you get there by that big wall that they got built, too. Yeah, those fish will want to get in deeper water and what we think takes place that deep down is the water temperature just doesn't change as much. They get acclimated to whatever that temperature is down there, and they get used to it. One thing I can tell you is as that water gets colder and colder, they'll want to get out of the current where they can just sort of rest on the bottom and not have to waste any energy swimming against the current. So all throughout the year as you're fishing, you look for areas where there's eddies and there's current lines and things like that. And in the areas that you're accustomed to fishing, you want to fish away from those eddies and away from those current lines. Those fish will get further away where there's less current and they'll have to expend less energy in working against the current. They'll still feed if bait comes close by, but they won't make a big effort and sit right in the current looking for food but they won't necessarily go very far from where they were when it was warmer. And we had water temperatures, water, warmer water temperatures just four or five days ago. So they haven't moved very far. A couple hundred yards will get them in less um, moving water. They'll still feed. It's just down on the bottom. I like to downsize my lure presentation. I like to go with, uh, fluorocarbon line, and I use 10 to 12-pound tests, kind of downsize everything. Water's usually a lot clearer, and um, 
you know, you don't want the fish to see your line, give you the most opportunity to get a bite. If you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking with Captain Mike Gallo of Angling Adventures of Louisiana about some cold weather fishing. Uh, Mike, I, I asked uh, Jeff this question this morning about what is the absolute lowest temperature when bass would still bite. Uh, what is the lowest water temperature you can remember uh, catching fish, catching speckled trout or, or redfish? Redfish have a higher tolerance for the cold water than do the trout. But, um, you know, I know you keep a lot of good records and you monitor that very closely. What's the lowest water temperature you can remember actually catching fish in? Well, down the day, you and I, our surface water temperature was like 49. And it's one of three days that I've caught speckled trout in temperatures below 50. Um, So that's always my conversation when I have clients or potential clients call on the phone. And we're talking about, you know, fishing in the fall of the year and winter of the year. And I just, you know, I just tell them, once your water temperatures get to be 54 and below, the fishing really gets tough. It really slows down. Um, If there's not live bait available, you're probably not going to find any live bait. So you're going to be relegated to fishing just plastics down on the bottom, like we talked about, a slow presentation. And that can be tough for someone who hasn't fished quite a bit and is used to that really, really light bite. Um, so that that would be my answer from 53, 54 below, really, really tough. From 57, those fish will still bite, um, a little bit harder bite, and they'll be scattered throughout the water column. Now, that's as far as speckled trout. I've caught redfish in water temperatures in the low I'd say 44, somewhere in that neighborhood, 42 to 44 degrees. What generally happens with redfish, by the time we get temperatures that cold, we've had a lot of north wind, and it blows a lot of water out of the marsh. So the good thing is the redfish are not in the ponds. They'll be in the bayous where you are. It's just a matter of, you know, a stealth presentation, because they will get spooky. They're kind of confined they feel like they know they're confined so they're really really spooky a lot of times i'll see them see them mud boils and such as you're moving along and when you find a concentration of them you may just have to sit for 15 or 20 minutes and let everything kind of quiet down as you're fishing and slowly they'll come back around and you can catch them when they come around it's just it's just getting to them because they get so skittish yeah, they get real spooky in that thin water. Well, Mike, thanks for the reports and the tips. If somebody wants to get a hold of you and plan a trip in these upcoming weeks, uh, they can find you on my website. Uh, give them your website, what they'd like you to see there, and also the telephone number if they'd like to give you a call. Sure, you can find me at aaofla.com. Uh, we're on social media at Angling Adventures of Louisiana as well. Or you can call us. On the telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, stay warm on the dock, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you then. All righty. See you then. All right, so we might see Mike over at the Southside Cafe. I'll be there in Slidell with the Bayou Wild TV crew this Monday afternoon from 4 to 6. We uh, we call it happy hours. We love to talk fishing with all the fishermen that stop by there. It's at Southside Cafe, 
Highway 11 in Slidell. All right, we come back after this. It's time to talk paddling for your fish. Brendan Bayard joins us, and we've got a lot of people participating in the Minimalist Challenge on a cold January morning. We'll be back with Brendan's report right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And our Paddler's Report in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is presented by Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in Baton Rouge, in mid-city of New Orleans, and also a location in Covington. All the best kayak fishing models like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft, lots of products. Also, you can find out more about their demonstration days at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard joins us now. And, Brendan, uh, the Minimalist Challenge decided to proceed uh, it's going to be very, very cold conditions out there, going to be pretty much brutal. So uh, there's going to be a lot of participants out there with a limited number of baits that they've been given, and they've got certain species they're going to be looking for. What's your best advice for kayak fishing in these kind of conditions for people that are going to be participating in that? Yeah, Don, so uh, the guys are, are delaying their launch until 7 a.m. just to keep conditions a little safer than normal uh because of the water conditions but uh if i was down that way i'd probably go and try to catch some redfish i don't think trout are probably going to be a good option until you fill the rest of your bag uh you're allowed this year to catch two reds two bass a sheephead and uh some trout but uh if the water conditions are are where i guess they are which we're probably going to be you know below 50 degrees it's going to be really hard to find trout unless you're in a really deep uh dead end canal kind of area and there's just not really that many of those uh down in the St. Bernard area where they're fishing today uh you know accessible by kayaks i think you know by Lelutra is probably going to be a really hot spot today uh with kind of the jubilee sense of the redfish kind of cruising through there i think uh you'll be able to catch some of those uh redfish over there in that wyklosky area uh, i think anywhere that's similar to that kind of setup uh is probably going to be the best bet for for a day like today uh, i wish those guys luck it's going to be tough i'm actually fishing in a different location today I uh, had a, just a great opportunity to go fish, uh, do some uh, cold water fishing. So I have my uh, oldest son. We're doing that today. Uh, looking forward to that. I just uh, have had a lot of success on, on days where it's been really cold and the fish stack up and uh, people are catching some really nice trout in some areas right now. And it was, uh, was just tugging on me a little too much. So uh, I had to go do this. I have some fond memories of of catching really big trout when I can't fill my hands, and that's what we're doing today. <laughs> uh, Brendan, uh, any other advice for keeping the hands warm, staying safe on, on a day like this when they're going to be out there? Yeah, um, I, I, I use lots of layers on days like today. I have gloves. I have hand warmers in my gloves. I have uh, neck gaiters on. I mean, you'll lose a lot of heat through your neck area out of your jacket. You know, lots of, uh, you know, uh, beanies, uh, just just lots and lots and lots of layers. Uh, doing a kayak, uh, pedaling around will warm you up pretty good, which is nice. But once you stop pedaling, uh, you'll, you'll start to, uh, you know, get cold again. So uh, you might want to keep moving a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those days you just uh, take a break and sometimes you just stick your hand in your pocket with your, your hand warmers warm them back up before you cast because sometimes your hands get so cold 
you feel like you're going to throw the, the reel out of your hand when you're making a cast. <laughs> Uh, pretty tough. You know, uh, one other bit of advice, uh, because this is a multi-species uh, challenge, uh, maybe waiting to pursue the trout at the end of the day. As the water warms up, the sun's going to be out a little bit better, the trout might become more active, maybe concentrate on the sheephead, the reds, and the flounder on the early part of the morning, and then maybe try to pick up some trout you know, a bit later in the morning when it warms up. That's yeah, when they one, become more active. Uh, about three or four years ago, we were fishing a minimalist challenge, weather conditions just like this. And I remember on my depth finder, we had uh, water conditions of about 46 degrees, and I could only catch redfish the whole morning. And then uh, I was fishing some dead-end areas. This is when they had the tournament in Leeville. And then as the, uh, the conditions got up to about, I think it was like 80 or, or 48, 48 and a half, I started getting uh, a, a trout here and there, and lo and behold, like right before the cutoff of the tournament day, which was around 3 p.m., I started catching a few trout, you know, as that temperature got closer to 50. So uh, if it's conditions like that, you might want to read your depth finder and, you know, see if you get some of those conditions creeping back towards 50. If there's making some uh, significant changes in temperature, maybe a couple of degrees might help on a day like today. Great advice. Okay, hope you guys do well over there, Brendan, and we'll have the uh, results of the Minimalist Challenge next week when we get Eric on. Uh, Stay safe, stay warm, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. Brendan Bayard, one of our two field reporters for the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club Paddlers Reports. All right, we come back after this, going to catch up on some of our text messages, talk a little bit about a great event that it's not too early to sign up that uh, we'll be participating in called Gunning for a Cure. And it's also uh, bad boy time. Pierre Partman busted. We'll tell you his story right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, checking our text message board. Uh, It says uh, in my Robin Williams voice, so I'll try to, good morning, Mr. Don. As always, listening to you on the way to the shop. That's my barber, Jason, wishing, I hope I had a great birthday. I did have a really good birthday, Jason. Uh, My birthday was celebrated when we were out at uh, Captain, with Captain Kirk over at Hackberry Rod and Gun and uh, my co-host on Bayou Wild TV, Martha Spence, was very thoughtful. She got a delicious cake and brought it out there, and it was loaded with candles, and uh, we had a great time on my birthday. So thank you for that. Uh, here's a question. Does Mars have a bayou? I thought you said Martian bayou. <laughs> I did, but it was Marsh, M-A-R-S-H, and bayou. You can't say it without saying Martian bayou. Either It's like quail legs and quail eggs. You say it, uh, it sounds the same, no matter which one you're trying to say. But uh, they may have a, a bayou on Mars, and if they do, they probably got some Martian fish in it. I don't know about it. Well, maybe we'll find out one day. But the Martian bayou uh, that person's referring to is the retail store in Mandeville. We're going to be doing this show there next week on location, starting at a regular time of 5 a.m. So hope you come see us. Uh, also want to mention Gunning for a Cure. March 12th, it's a ways down the road, but it's not too early to sign up. It's a sporting clays competition. They serve breakfast at 8, shooting competition at 9, and then there's a great luncheon, reception, and an auction from noon to 5. So it's an all-day event. I've been there for the last several years. As soon as I get off the radio, I take off over there. We've got a great team together. I've got Josh Raley, Captain Ryan Lambert, 
myself, and uh, who's my other shooter? Oh, yeah, Chris LeCock, the guy from Bayou Wild TV. So put your four-man team together and get signed up. And, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a laid-back kind of deal. Yeah, there's some really good shooters. There's some average shooters, and there's some poor shooters. But uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's at Stella Events and, and, and Adventures down in Braithwaite, Louisiana. Uh, just Google it. Go to Gunning for a Cure. It'll take you to the website and show you how to get your four-man team signed up for a day of great food, and it's all for a very great cause. They raise funds for prostate cancer research with Tulane University. All right, when I come back right after this pause, going to tell you about another one of our bad boys. Got caught doing what he wasn't supposed to. You'll have to pay the price. His story's next after we tell the local stations, tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. A Pierre Part, Louisiana man has been cited for deer hunting violations while trespassing in Assumption Parish. Department of Wildlife and Fisheries enforcement agents responded to a private landowner who reported that Mark Alvarado was caught deer hunting on his property without permission. Their investigation resulted in a confiscated rifle and charging the trespasser who admitted taking two does with over the daily limit of deer criminal trespassing, hunting without basic season and big game licenses, failing to comply with requirements, and taking illegal deer during an open season. All of which, if convicted, and that's very likely since he basically admitted his guilt to the agents, could result in criminal fines of $2,250 plus another $3,249 replacement value for civil restitution, making the total penalty of $5,499 and a possible 90 days in jail for 64-year-old Mark P. Alvarado of Pierre Park, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Yeah, he didn't miss too much there. He kind of covered all the bases. All right. Um, we're going to come back right after this and talk to Captain Ryan Lambert. He should be fresh back from Mexico. We'll maybe have a little bit of a story of what went on there. And, uh, boy, maybe he's enjoying this uh, cold weather, pushing some ducks down in his area, down in Plaquemines Parish, and uh, gathering the redfish up in some of the deep holes. We'll find out what's going on down in Buras at Cajun Fishing Adventures right after these messages on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Yeah, he throws plastic at the fish, and he throws plastic decoys out in the water to get ducks. That's why he's called the Plastic Man. In fact, we interrupt him briefly while he's putting his decoys out and loading his shotgun and getting his dog ready for a big day of duck hunting. What's the prospects, Ryan? Did this uh, cold blast bring some new birds in? Well, the water is extremely high, and uh, when it does, it comes up the food source. With the wind blowing like that, the ducks are kind of hang toward the river a bit and kind of snuggle in. Like yesterday, they really didn't fly very well. We killed 40, but we had to work for them. I know that sounds bad to a lot of people that's not killing any ducks, but they just there's thousands of teal up there by the river, but it was very hard to get on them. The most I killed big ducks yesterday, so, you know, you just got to take it as you can get it. I'm setting out the decoys now, and uh, it's going hard. If they fly, we'll kill them because uh, – this this line's limited out five out of six times, and yesterday uh, I only missed it by a couple. So it's been real good on the north wind. 
Well, you know, I often tell people you hunt out of uh, what I call a dumpster, which is those uh, floating blinds, and they've got high sides, all metal. You know, it could get down, get you out of the wind, and stay kind of warm in there on a cold day like today. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm on the outside, but all the customers are nice and warm on the inside. It's so stable <laughs> to hunt out of. It's a, it's a great product. So what kind of birds do well, we expect to see today? There's tons of pintails here. They didn't fly very well yesterday. I killed a few. I killed a bunch of redheads, canvasbacks. We got thousands of green wings. We got widgeons and gadwalls. We got just about everything but mallards, and we don't have too many spoonies either. Not that yeah. that's a bad thing. But uh, it's good. Like there's, there's no birds in the sky right now. They just hunker down when it's like this, when it's high, high water and all. So we just got to wait on them and kill them. Well, Not you know I'm, it's going to happen. You know, I don't mind doing it. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen, and the fishing's still good, but the river's coming up. Who did it come up? I looked at the gauge. It was 10.7. I said, wait a minute. Is this a misprint? This has got to be wrong. No. It jumped up, plus the wind's pushing some of that, too. So it's it's up right now, but it's okay. It's going it's to fall back down a bit as long as it don't get too high and stay there. You know, I could, uh, you know after, after the next season and next week and – I still got a lot of those big old bull reds. I'm fishing on a fly rod, so I want to stay with that as long as, you know, it's hard to do with this, this coal anyhow. So, you know, every day is different. You just got to go out there and get with it. Mm-hmm. So how did the Mexico trip go? It, it was really good. Lots of big tails and redheads and quail and stuff. We didn't get to hunt the geese or the because you didn't have a big wind like you need. So... You know, I had a really, really good redhead hunt. I had a really, really good pintail hunt. But we limited it out in the morning, which is that's a lot of birds in Mexico. So yes, it, it was is. really good. Well, I got one more trip I, down there, and then I'll, I'll call it a week. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh... Sounds like it sounds like you're a little out of breath. What's going on? <laughs> Throwing them decoys. Huh? My, my nose is stopped up. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the girls have COVID at home, and, and uh, I'm just working it out. I st- I went home from Mexico and got right in my truck and left. Yeah. So it's been a heck of a morning. I got a bunch of people out here today, and hopefully we'll bang them up pretty good. How are the shotgun yeah, shells like holding this, up? Boy, it's hard to breathe. How, how's the shells holding up, boy? It's getting tough to find shotgun shells. I hope you stocked up early in the well, year. I got, I got plenty. When people come, if they can't find them, I got plenty. I just, I stocked up good. I probably got 15 to 20 more cases, so I'm good for the rest of the year and get me through teal season next year. And you know, it's time to fish now, anyhow. Finish this week up. We got some big negative tides, but we got some northeast wind coming that that could buck that tide. So I might be able to hunt a bit this week too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it goes to uh, the end of the month, and that'll finally wrap it up. And uh, well, I know how it gets this time of year with you guys, you and your boys. Man, they've been out there day after day. It, it, it's brutal. Yeah, it is. But that's what we do, buddy. You know, you yeah, can't whine about it. it. <laughs> no, that's when, when you ask for it, that's for sure. They got people pay good money to do that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they do indeed. Bless their little Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all try to stay dry, and uh, hopefully y'all get some good shots and put some fish in the boat, and we'll catch up with you again next week. 
All right, buddy. We'll get him. We appreciate you. All righty. CajunFishingAdventures.com. Always great talking to Ryan Lambert when he's out there in the duck boat, man. He's As uh, many years as he's been doing it, he keeps his passion and his excitement up for it. All right, we come back after this. Uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about what's coming up on Bayou Wild TV Season 8. Boy, we got some great stuff coming up. I'll give you some of the highlights. Also, if you'd like to send us a fishing report, hunting report, question, or comment, our text board's still open at 504-260-1870. We'll be back right after this pause where you listen to the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, finally, daylight has arrived, and uh, hopefully the sun will get up nice and high and warm it up a little bit. It's actually dropped a degree <laughs> since I went on the air. It's now 27 degrees over here at St. Hubert's Cathedral. It is chilly out there. If you are headed out, uh, exercise some extreme caution. You want to definitely stay dry and take all your precautions. It is the season for hypothermia. All right, uh, speaking, of, speaking of seasons, uh, Bayou Wild TV Season 8 is getting ready to kick off in the month of February. Can you believe it? Eight seasons already. And here are some of our episodes that you'll be seeing, and I'll give you the title of them in a little brief description. Uh, one is called One Shot Boone. This is a hunt of a lifetime with a young man named Boone Hoops, uh, seven years old. And i got to tell you, this this feature ranks right up there with the one of the, the top TV shows I've ever worked on, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, we also have a feature called It's Raining Geese. It's the Bayou Wild Arkansas Cajun Adventure up in uh, Cajun Invasion, that is, looking for uh, Arkansas geese uh, with Duck Down Guide Service. We also have Fishing in a Vanishing Paradise, Fishing the Mr. Go. And John Foltz has his very special Black IP Shrimp Recipe. That's a great one. Uh, then the, the, the feature that we, we shot this week, Miss Louisiana Casting is a Blast. That's the Hackberry uh, Duck Hunt and the Red Fishing. Uh, also, I'll be showing you my Black and Redfish recipe on that episode. Uh, then we have Champions of the Call. We got to make a duck hunt, or a goose hunt, that is, with a couple of calling experts. Hayden Richard, who was the new world duck calling champion from Louisiana. First time that's happened in 68 years. And Captain Mike Smith who is a five-time state duck-calling champion. Uh, another heartwarming story called Betsy the Wonder Dog. And if you are a dog person and you got a soft spot in your heart for dogs, you will love this feature. It's quail hunting with Betsy the Wonder Dog and the story of uh, some of my relatives and their dog. You'll love that. Also, we're going to air fry some quail, too, which is pretty unique. Uh, there's also a feature going to be called Bison, Badlands, and Brotherhood. This is in South Dakota on another Cajun invasion, a bad river, bucks and bird, a pheasant hunt, and also get to see some of the real sites up there. I'll tell you what, South Dakota, not only is it a hunting mecca, it's also a lot of history up there. Those Badlands and the Custer Tour and uh, state parks, it's a, it's a wonderful situation up there. And uh, Also, you can you know go by and, and, and see a lot of the other historic uh uh, post that they they have all across the state. It's a great state, South Dakota. Wonderful people up there too. Then we also have the Pacific Sword Fight. Uh, this was a feature. Uh, Captain Martha Spencer and Chris went to San Diego and uh, went out there and uh, caught a swordfish in San Diego of all places. And besides those episodes, we've still got lots to go. Uh, we're working on these uh, each and every week, and we've got lots more features planned. But those are the highlights you'll see in February. And by the way, we've added some new 
channels and systems for you. Uh, your view, you can watch us at Sundays at 9 p.m. and 6.30 on Thursday nights. That's uh, Y-U-R-V-I-E-W. It's uh, all across South Louisiana. Uh, distributed by Cox. Uh, we also are not there yet, but it's coming soon on WBXH, uh, Baton Rouge Channel 16 on Cox, Channel 39 on AT&T. It's also on the antenna. You can pick it up on 9.4 and 39.1. It's the sister station of WAFB. It's WBXH, and we'll be airing there at 5 p.m. on Sunday, starting very soon. And, of course, if you uh, want to check it out where it is in your area, go to our website, which is com, and all the channel listings, the times are, are listed there. And if you can't find it anywhere else, just turn on your iPhone or your computer and pull it up on YouTube, and you can watch the entire show. In fact, we've got all the episodes we've ever done are archived on the website. You can go back and enjoy them, the ones that you may have missed. All right, coming up next week, this time next Saturday morning, I will be with, not on the Martian Bayou, the Marsh and Bayou retail store on Florida Boulevard in Mandeville. Chris, Ben Tibblier, the whole crew over there. It's their pre-spring fling. Going to have special pricing on almost all the merchandise. We're going to give away some prizes. There will be some free food from Double D and the M&B crew. Uh, Sazerac cocktails, maybe not this early, but a little later in the day. Aquista Pace is going to have some sample tasting. We'll start you off with coffee and hot cocoa and some breakfast items. So come by. We'll be opening early at 5 a.m. Store closes at 5 p.m. Fly tying and fly fishing tips. Uh, you're also going to meet some reps from some of the companies. If you've got questions about specific products, uh, they're there to answer any questions for you. And pick up some really good fishing tips and information on several areas. Uh, Captain's Justin Bowles is going to be there. Captain David Alfonso from Shell Beach and Captain Casey Bruning, who fishes Delacroix. If you're interested in talking to those gentlemen and getting some tips and uh, how to get started on fishing some of those areas, uh, they know all the how-to, the where-to. They do it as a living. Again, it's going to be 5 to 5. We'll kick it off with the outdoor show. Marsh and, it's A-N-D, Bayou, Mandeville, Louisiana. Great little store. They've got a lot of the hard-to-find products they've got some great apparel in there they even sell kayaks and one of the really neat things about that store they have fiberglass reproductions of many of the state record fish that have been caught in louisiana decorating the walls Uh, great folks local people come by and say hello i'd love to see you there we'll be doing the show live and direct 5 a.m from marsh and bayou next saturday morning so stop by we'll have all our regular fishing reports uh bad boys of the outdoors all that stuff you and i love to talk about in the meantime Stay warm, stay dry, enjoy the great outdoors, and uh, even though it's chilly, uh, get out there and participate. You know, it's uh, just one of the four seasons that we have here in Louisiana. All right, we come, we'll be back again next week, kicking off at 5 a.m. Hope you'll join us for our little two-hour journey into the great outdoors. We'll see you then with another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. <laughs>